Live here in Washington, D.C., home of your favorite and best creatives. You are now tuned in to people that you don't know that you should know. I'm your host, Ty Westbrook, and let's get going with today's show. Yeah. And if you don't know, now you know. If you know, you know. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Marianne and Tyrone here. Um, we are back. You know Ty. You already know me. How y'all doing, people? Yeah, I think you know me by now, too, but I'm your favorite creative economy officer, and Tyrone is your favorite podcast guru, man, guy. Guys, too. Yeah. If I ain't going to do it, who will, man? I don't know. You know. I don't know, but I'm happy you're doing it. <laughs> you can do it as well. All right. So I want, I'm so excited because Dev is here hanging out with us right now, and I have so many questions that I want to ask her. First and foremost, what made her think about putting people in a bathtub full of cereal <laughs> to create some pretty awesome art? But before we get to that, Dev, what, what, when you woke up this morning, what was going on? How are you feeling today? I mean, today's been a great day. We're just winding down the year, but... It's, um, it's been a crazy past couple of months, and I'm just really excited to see my personal project really start to take off. So um. so when it comes to being an artist, what is it that led you to that space, that work, that idea, that need, that want, that desire? Yeah. Um, so, Marion, it was just, it was more of a, I was really hungry. You know, I was hungry to create. I was, I had about four or five different jobs. I was living in Boston, um, trying to make it as a photographer, a videographer, a designer, anything within the creative field. And I was getting nothing, no responses from anyone. No one would call me back. No one would answer me. And um, so I decided to make my own portfolio of work that I wanted to create. So I really started experimenting with different mediums. So doing uh, beauty portraiture and sports. And I was really fascinated by milk photography. So there's a lot of, you see um, pregnancy uh, photo shoots or um, even like baby photo shoots in milk. And I think there's something so beautiful and there's something we can all connect with in milk because that was everyone's first meal at one point or another. Whoa, so there's a thing called milk photography. <laughs> yeah. My first yeah. time, too. I never. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's it's guess, uh, it's a niche photography, but yeah, it's really trendy or because it's trendy in certain mediums. But yeah, so women will be, um, when they're pregnant, will be in these bathtubs and they'll be surrounded by flowers. And I just, I love that idea. It's so sensual and also relatable and something so beautiful about kind of it's this misty environment and it's cool for me as a photographer you're always you know taking pictures and um like there's moving cars around you or something but to kind of put someone in an environment where they're relaxed and comfortable and you can get these really beautiful organic shots of them was something I had to try out so um my sorry sorry no I'm just so interested in 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 uh, as a photographer like, why why that that medium, right? Like, it's such an intimate, and especially, we had this conversation with Dave the other day about this young 13-year-old uh, photographer who was in here, and, and, and I was, I'm so interested in, in shooting people, just in general, because it's one thing to shoot landscapes, because I shoot a lot of, like, I, I'm an amateur photographer, and I like to shoot uh, things and landscapes and, and, and my child in situations or whatever, but there's something about shooting people where they either know you're shooting them that feels so, like, for me, I go, oh, oh like, I'm scared of that, right? There's something about it that 
frightens me. And so, and I look at your work, which is so, at least this series of it, which is so, it's so personal and it is very intimate and it, and it, it clearly, these, these women trust you. And, um, I'm just curious as to that, that experience of, of getting to that point with a, with a subject, um, and why it's important to do that. Yeah. I mean, for me, especially, um, and for all photographers, the way that you get to capture people is through trust, and it's how they know you. So, I I've always been like I have a great group of friends, and I've always been a trusting and loving person. So, I've always delivered on that promise and on that work. So, and on top of that, people trust my eye. You know, they've seen my eye develop over the years. So, they trust me to take a good portrait of them, and they trust me that. I'm going to use it in good taste. So if you don't have that trust with someone, then you're not going to get it, um, the final portrait. But um, what's interesting with this project, too, is these aren't just my friends. You know, I don't know half these women. I just met them through this project. And it's either friends of friends or a friend's recommendation or my boyfriend's old coworker he worked with five years ago and randomly uh, DM'd for this, <laughs> you know. And it's putting in that FaceTime before the shoot. So with each one of these portraits, there was a good five or six hours of face-to-face -face over coffee, over a drink, over food. And when women come to my house, it's not just get the water going, jump in the tub. It's we hang out, we eat something, you know, we talk about the project. We talk about what's bothering you, what's exciting you. And uh, it's getting that emotional connection before. So that way, when it comes down to shoot, the shooting part is only 20 minutes, but each shot or each portrait session is about three hours. So it's it's a lot of work, but if when women see you or when anyone sees you putting in that time, they know and they'll give you their all. When it comes to your previous work, aside from this, have you always had that kind of personal uh, approach to that work? Because it seems like a lot of effort. Yeah. That, that's not a bad thing. It's just it, it, it seems like there's a lot. That's a whole other extra part of that work that you're um, putting into it. And so I'm curious whether or not your other work has, has had that kind of uh, personal interaction connection. Yeah, I think when it comes down to it, I'm, I'm definitely a people person. And I grew up, um, my parents are gabbers, you know, we live <laughs> in this borough in Boston. And I just grew up with everyone talking to everyone, chatting, chatting, getting to know everyone and everything. And um, I think being personable and um, being curious about people's stories and asking questions and listening has been it's something that I just like to do and it's cool that I get to practice an art that um, it lends a hand to that. Do you mind for our, our listeners to describing the a, a portrait from this Serial Girls um, collection that you did just so they can understand a little bit? Yeah so um, this portrait series it is for the calendar it's 12 women but in total I photographed 22 women and it's women in a bathtub of milk. However, you don't see the bathtub in any of it. I overlaid uh, different images on it. So in the milk, it's just all different colorful cereal. So it's women basically swimming in this colorful cereal. <laughs> and you know, they're on their back and it's not overtly sexual, it's sensual and more uplifting portraits. So. That was something important for me. I didn't want these portraits to just be your typical um, 
female sexual portrait. Like I want it to be deeper than that to show women in their true beauty and the curves that make up a woman. Women. <laughs> uh, well, you know, the most important question that I just have to like put this out there is uh, regarding the cereal. Which cereal performed the best in this series and why? <laughs> so it's funny. The first 12, I did the same cereal, Fruit Loops, for every single one so I could get the method down. And then the 12 after, I did 12 different cereals and learned a lot about cereal textures and balancing how fast the cereal will absorb and shrink or shrink to, sink to the bottom and how comfortable the woman is in the bathtub depending on the heat of the tub. So I'd have to say the best cereal was probably different variations of Fruit Loops. So. Fruit Loops also come in these things called donuts, which is just pink cereal, and then they have unicorn, which is pink, purple, and blue cereal. So those were the best. Um, I'd say the opposite of that, the worst cereals were definitely Lucky Charms, because <laughs> <laughs> they shrank right up. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Sweet. It's okay, still got the shot, so. <laughs> What's next? Um, so I kind of want to flip the script on this, so I think I'm going to put Serial Girls aside for now and go with a different project. So I really am interested in this concept of letting go and expressing that uh, visually. So it's just been through some personal things in my life and um, I want to try to take this as almost a therapeutic way to hash out how to let go and see what that looks like. How uh, we, we were talking with uh, Tony um, a little bit ago about um, it, our, our art, our expression, and how much of that comes from uh, who, who we are and what we're going through at that time. And so I, I'm curious for you, how much of your art is driven by that, driven by uh, maybe working out something uh, of your own or maybe driven by something external or something that isn't necessarily personal? Um, so... I think like all of my art comes from personal drive, um, mostly especially with this project. It was something that I didn't think I could do, so I did it despite everything that has been going on. So, and you know, everyone's life can be crazy sometimes. So I think it's important to push yourself to those bounds. But yeah, with each drop of sadness, there was a drop of milk in my tub that made me happy. So I think that's what kept me going. And that's what I hope I'll put into my next project too. Hmm. I'm curious about the experiences that the that the women had uh, in participating in this, whether or not uh, how they felt about the final product, the images, uh, or even experiencing the shoot. Yeah, um, it's, it's really funny because it's something looking back, I wish I had um, recorded or kind of um, I don't know, in some sort of video way or just the audio or something because as soon as I clicked the last shutter, you know, women were just elated. They were like, I, first of all, your skin feels so soft <laughs> because milk is really good for your skin. And they were just so happy. They have a good time. You know, we blast music. Uh, so my bathroom turns into a sort of mini club <laughs> during these shoots. And yeah, afterwards they feel so good about themselves. And we just have this really great conversation after about, 
you know, self-love for their body and um, their experience going through this because it's interesting because people don't realize, but they're underwater the whole time, basically, when I'm shooting because they can't hear anything because their ears are underwater. So it's almost like they get, when they come up from the water, they're just so excited to talk because they're not talking through it. <laughs> I'm talking to them. Uh, yeah, so it's something maybe the next round of Serial Girls, I'll have more of, I'll figure out a system to kind of tackle those memories so I can have them for the future. Were they uh, able to see the photos pretty quickly or did you wait to share them with oh, them? No, definitely not. <laughs> Um, yeah, just because I was shooting this on the side of my work and I'm also in school, so, and I do, I also run my company doing side projects on the weekend, so, yeah, I have to get my client's work first and then this was second, so, but I started shooting this in, uh, June, so it was like June, July, I shot and then I edited, I went to Europe for a couple of weeks and then edited it in September and then, yeah, how to get it done and probably got everything out by October, but yeah, definitely made them wait, but I think they're happy with the final product, so. Do you start off the day with a bowl of cereal? <laughs> I think I am so overdone with cereal at this point. I do have a surplus in my bedroom because you never know when a shoot's going to happen. <laughs> just had to ask, just had to ask. Well, Dev, thank you so much for spending a little time with us. And we're super excited to see what you do next. Thanks. That's so nice, Marianne. This is PZ, the creative visual artist in the DMV area. If you're looking for one of the best tattoo artists in the DMV area, definitely check out Come Rabbi at his Instagram, Come Rabbi Carbo, K-O-M-R-A-B-A-I-K-A-R-G-B-O. Respect the culture. <laughs> We want to thank you all for listening to people that you don't know that you should know. If you like our show and want to know more, check out 202creates.com. You guys be sure to tune in again next week for another episode of people that you don't know that you should know. I'm Ty Westbrook, signing out.